Hi, this is Dave Vanderveen. You're listening to the Kick Aspirational Podcast. We had a little te- technical difficulty when I was recording in Vienna, and um, it's with uh, it's a recording with Andreas and Vivian Fellenhofer, who are it's a father and daughter uh, that I work with uh, with Excess. They're uh, one of our top leaders, uh, top fastest growing leaders uh, leader groups in. Uh, in Austria and, and Eastern Europe, and uh, a lot of fun. Um, it's just it was a great interview. I ended up punching the wrong button about halfway through, <laughs> so we're going to release it in two parts. But uh, we thought you'd enjoy it. This is part one, and I uh, hope you uh, hope whatever you do this week, you continue to be kick aspirational. This is the Kick Aspirational podcast, and today we are breaking through barriers in life with Andreas and Vivian Feld. Feldhofer, F- uh, Feln- Feldhofer. Fantastic. Um, am I saying it right? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, I I just had. Uh, um, excuse me, really quickly. Mm. Ah, you guys brought excess orange kumquat, and that is my favorite flavor in Europe. Thank you very much. We're in Vienna today. <laughs> <coughs> so welcome to the podcast, <coughs> Andreas and Vivian. Good to see you guys today. Thank you so much for inviting us. Yeah, and um, so just so everyone knows, we've worked together, Andreas, for years. Um, you really helped us launch Access here in Europe. And Vivian, you're the daughter of Andreas. I'm the daughter, yes. Yeah, right? <laughs> and we were just doing some really fun social media stuff the other day yes, and having great yes. conversations um, about where business is going here for yeah. young entrepreneurs, exactly, right? Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really great. It's amazing. That's awesome. Um, well, I wanted to, to get together today because we had such a good conversation on Sunday, I guess it was, when it I got here from Sardinia. And um, I thought, you know, it'd be fun to bring in the listeners for Kick Aspirational to hear <laughs> a little bit about uh, your stories. Um, Andres, we're primarily going to interview you. Vivian, how old are you? I'm 20. You're 20. Yes. yes I yes. love having uh, young younger people on our podcast, and I'm trying to get more younger women on the podcast because I think uh, right. women who've broken through barriers in their life are just as important, if not more important, than men. Sometimes um, we, you know, I'm a guy, so I expect other guys, or I'm an older guy, so I'm talking to older guys. But it's <laughs> nice to break out of my own my own stereotypes sometimes, <laughs> right? No, it so it's great. it's really cool to have you here as well, and uh, feel free to jump in. When, uh, when when you feel like it's the right time, okay? Thank you very much for the opportunity. It's really great. How, by the way, how are you guys using... You're doing a lot with social media right now, right? Fine, yes, yes. Which which platform are you the most active on? Well, the most active we're on Instagram and Facebook right now, uh, but we're really trying to like get all over the place and just try to, yeah, just to be online a whole lot and and to to really work together with the people and inspire people through social media. And your younger sister Victoria was using TikTok. Oh yeah, yeah. She's, are you are you on TikTok as well, right? No, I'm not. You're not. Is that for I, younger people? Yeah, I, I, I barely like, heard of it. I know Gary Vee talks about it a little bit, but I barely even know what it is. I feel like I'm too old for that. It's crazy. Well, at, at, how old are you again? You're. I'm twenty. You're twenty. My sister's nine. Your sister's nine. Okay, got it. Sorry, yes, yes. Andreas. You guys have been busy. You and, Bri- you and Brigitte, your wife, have been busy. That's. Uh, that's a pretty good. That's a lot. That's, and is it three total kids? Yeah, yeah. Uh, three, three total, total kids. Yeah. Yes. Wow. There's eleven years. And it's crazy to see how the how how the difference are big between nine years old Victoria yes. and twenty years old um, Vivian. It's right. A technical chump. It's a technical chump. You know. I, I have a question about that. So. You know, we talk about younger generations being digitally native. And I know we're kind of jumping all over the place, but I thought this might, might be a fun place to start. 
Um, and different generations use different platforms now on social media. It really kind of started around 2008, you know, right. I think with Facebook, and now it's evolved yeah. into Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. There's a universe of these for the LinkedIn even has become popular finally. Um, <laughs> well, I, I think because some of the platforms were, have become so expensive and the algorithms have limited, then newer ones become yeah. more popular because oh, they're course. more yeah. organic, right? Yeah. So what, what was your first uh, like digital experience? What did, when did you first start using technology? First, I think 2010. In high school, uh, no, in school. In school, in school. using in computers. Computers, yes, in yeah. the computer room during some informatic class that we had in Hungary. That was right. In Hungary. So you're living in, in you're living in Budapest area, or, or where Shopram. were you living? It's Sopron. It's right Sh on the Shopram. border of, of, of Austria. But oh, that's right. Yeah, because you guys have a place there. You've the had the place there for a long time. Uh, the funny stuff is uh, when we talk about school, it means uh, Vivian was starting in Poland. Right. Going uh, down to Hungary. Right. Going back to Austria, and even spending one year in US, uh, it means she yeah. Your was English is excellent, by the way. Obviously, so you've lived overseas. This yeah. is real American English, isn't it? It's no, it's I'm great. Trying. It's very, yeah, it's excellent American English. Yeah. <laughs> How long were you in the US? A year, a year. Doing like a like a, a student exchange program. Exactly, exactly. I was in high school in Idaho. In Idaho, <laughs> yeah, in wow! Idaho. You really you got exotic for the US. <laughs> Where, where in Idaho? In Rexburg. Rexburg right where is next Rexburg? To Idaho Falls. Right next to Idaho Falls. I got it. And now I have to ask you where Idaho Falls is. Is okay, it north, south, like east, west? Right on the border of like Wyoming and Utah. Okay. So it's southern, kind of southern. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was just in Boise for the first time this summer. Okay. Which is kind of nice. And I I've been Boise. to northern Idaho. I've been to like um, in between Spokane and Whitefish. I've been to Sandpoint. Not Sandpoint, but what's it's in that area. Uh, Coeur d'Alene. Okay. Which is also nice. But um, I have not explored Idaho. And uh, obviously Idaho Falls and Rexburg are, are uh, now nice in experience. my mind, my it's mental nice map. Experience. What a cool thing to do though, right? Did yeah. you have a good time? Oh yeah, I loved it so much and I want to go back so bad. It's, it's crazy. What was the most surprising thing about being in Rexburg, Idaho? Um, the school system, I guess. That it, it was literally like in the movies, you know? Like you never actually expect things to be like in the movies. But like, in America, wait, 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 wait. What, what? I got it. This is great. <laughs> what was your expectation coming from Hungary and Austria? Because you're living on the Austria-Hungarian border. I don't even know. What was your, what was your expectation? I just like Fast Times at Ridgemont High or what? I just it's too old for did you, not really. expect a school be like... Like this t stereotypical, like yellow school buses, cheerleaders, American football players, right? Oh, yeah, okay. And like the teachers being the, the teachers, like in the movies, like it, it was crazy for me. Like lunchtime, you know, it's it's just so different in, in, over here in Europe. Did so. you like it? Oh, I loved it. I loved it so much. It was so it much was fun. So hard to, it was so hard to take her back, you know? It was amazing. Like, but they have yellow school buses and. and Funky teachers and yeah, and you know cheerleaders and football and yeah, yeah. hilarious. Did you go to any parties when you were in uh, in high school? Hey, uh, Andreas, can you, can you put your earmuffs on? Okay. Did you, so did you, did you? He isn't listening. Did you go to any parties when you were in high school? I did. I did. I yeah. did. Yeah. I I went to some like I I had some uh, Mexican friends that actually brought me to Idaho Falls and then over there we went to some house parties and stuff and I was like, yeah. really cool. Yeah. So they do that in Rexburg as well. Not in Rexburg that much, though. Like in Idaho Falls. University people. Okay. You would. never told me what's happened here. Well, you never asked me. You never asked me. Don't ask, don't tell. Don't ask, don't tell. Thank you very much for exploring me out. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> we uncover all kinds of things on the okay, Kickass okay. Very good. podcast. This is a nice podcast, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone thinks they can say whatever they they feel like when they have oh, a microphone. It's perfect. Oh, we oh we find gosh. all the truth. This oh is my great. gosh! I won't ask any more questions about the party. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave we'll leave some things as secrets. All right. Andres, you can ask later. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I see. I see. That's happened. Yeah. That's happened. Yeah, yeah. That's happened. That's so, happened. Andreas, get um, you know, we've worked together for since I think probably 2013, more more than that, maybe 2000. I don't know for a while. 13, I think, yes. For sure, for since starting, 13. Yes, where he was on some uh, first training meetings, right? Actions together, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, you've had your own business for a long time, and. I guess before we get into all of that, because well, you know, when, obviously this podcast is about helping people break through barriers in their life. So we like to uh, uncover and discover ways that we uh, that we've done that. Vivian's, I'm sorry, uh, Vivian's showing me a video from 2014 where I'm uh, on stage someplace with them. But the uh, probably in, in Hungary, right? That was in Poland. It was in Poland. Poland. In, was Poland. in Poland, yes, for sure. Poland. Oh wow. Um, so the so I guess my question is when. Where were, well, let's let's back up. Um, I want to get into some of these stories, but I like to put a little background on where people come from and who they are. Where did you, where were you born? I'm born in Austria. It means uh, 80 kilometers from Vienna. Okay. And I'm born on a farm. Okay. And uh, you know, today to 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 talk to the young people or to people, uh, I remember a time where we had no telephone home. Yeah. I remember the time we had no money home. I remember Ooh. the time uh, where all. I had a really nice time in my childhood time. It means it was a nice time. Yeah, it was in like case of animals, you're uh, outside flora. It means you know fauna, flora, ideal. It means yeah. My parents just opened the door and kick it out, and we have the whole day a nice life. You're outside in nature, absolutely. Yeah, but uh, you know, uh, but however it is, this. And was, what kind of farm was it, by the way? Uh, you know, this this was a time in Austria where everyone had a small farm. Okay. It means we have cows, uh, bakes, uh, hens, and... Uh, so people didn't oh. have probably a ton of money, and this is... Partially you have your own farm just to feed absolutely. yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This was a nice time. It was a yeah. really nice time. And uh, when I think today about uh, when I come home, yeah. that's, that's really over. That was... Uh, I was born in a very small village with 30 houses. Wow. 30 houses, 30 farms. Yeah, yeah. And today we have about 50 houses yeah. there uh, and three farms. Yeah, right, right. Three. My, my mother grew up in a small town in Wisconsin, and, um, you know, it's a farming community of Dutch immigrants. Yeah. yeah. And everybody, no matter if you lived in the town or outside the town, yeah. everybody had a pretty big garden and Absolutely. kept some the chickens and things Absolutely. like that, right? They even had, a, you know, back then, they, she was, you and I are the same age. We were both born in 1969, is that right? Yes, my friend, yes. We'll let people do the math on that, but we have big <laughs> birthdays this year. Um, Funny. <laughs> but, the, uh, but, but, you know, when my mother was growing up, they didn't even have plumbing. They had outhouses, and, yeah. you know, she remembers they didn't have refrigerators yet, things yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you were growing up on a small farm in Austria, wearing yes. your lederhosen. <laughs> what, what was, was it? Ah, yeah, lederhosen, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is our traditional... Yeah. Yodeling uh, as you walk, walk to school. Yodeling, for sure, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is, this is what everybody thinks about us. Yeah, and right. it's, and it's, the good news is it's true. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's my dream, you know, would be yeah. to grow up Austrian. I, I, it's what I always say, like, if you cut me... I'm definitely Dutch, but I might bleed Austrian as well. I, oh, I love coming here to the Tyrol nice, and Vienna. Nice, yeah, it's nice, amazing. Nice. Yeah. You know, we are very close to the culture of 
Bavaria. Yes. Oh, yeah. Very close. And I was lucky enough to live in yeah, outside yeah. Munich and Starnberg yeah, for a while. Very close. Today, when I'm traveling and see that, we are very close with them. Yeah, it's like Oktoberfest right now, right? Absolutely. And this you even have a small Oktoberfest here in Vienna right we now? We have. Yes, yeah. we have, for sure, for yeah. sure. And people celebrating. Yeah. Strong. Strong. Yeah, they're really getting <laughs> into it. Too strong for me, really. Yeah, well, that's the problem, right? It's like you have to drink a whole. A, Beers come oh, one liter at a time. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, it gets you to know, be too much for people like me, like an non-alcoholic. I feel good twenty minutes there, and after twenty minutes, I, it's all over. Yeah, I don't yeah. understand what's happened there. <laughs> well, we were talking about that a minute ago. I mean, I think you know, probably as when we were raised, we were raised to kind of take alcohol with food and to treat it yeah, like sure. a, like food more than than just Excellent. drinking. And now we have we're getting into a culture. But you know, when I was in university, and I think younger people. Their binge drinking became more popular, and now you're kind of seeing a trend where either people are just completely going crazy with alcohol, or they've stopped drinking entirely. Right? Yeah, absolutely. This is this is too too ex- extreme. Too extreme. Yeah. But you know, it's it's it's, it's crazy. We, we we can really see in Austria this tendency, but in in my opinion, uh, on the one side, the life for people is too hard. Yes. Too many influences. It means they cannot handle the influences. They right, they're stressed out. Television, uh, radio, uh, uh, podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. can be the good influence, but I hope so. still, uh, YouTube, uh, all the the social medias. You know. Sure. Think about when I when I was a kid to get an information, we have to buy a newspaper. Right, right. Same for me. Yeah. When we have to buy a newspaper, we had three channels in the entire United States. Right, you'd have three television channels. And you had to get your antenna. We had this dial on our TV. You had to I get remember. the antenna to, yes. you know, we, if you're fancy, like, you know, my dad was a doctor. We had a little extra money. We had a, a big antenna on our house Crazy. that you could literally climb up if you wanted to. And you would turn this knob at your TV and it would, you know, the, the antenna would direct so you could pull in the right channel. Uh. That's how old I am, Vivian. Dinosaurus. Everyone who hears us now yeah. and remembers the situation, welcome in the club of Dinosaur. I'm right. Exactly. <laughs> in the dinosaur club. Here we are. It's, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah those times have changed. Yeah, and the people are overloaded, in my opinion. It's right, there's too overloaded. much. Yeah. It's too much and they cannot handle it. And I think this is where people have to, to look uh, for a way to, to manage this, this situation. In right. case of the people, it is, it is, everybody knows it's not good, right. but nobody can stop it. It's, it's addictive, right? Yeah. There's, um, there's yeah. a podcast I listen to called Philosophize This. I'll send you a link to it. And they just you. had a really good episode on the limits of certainty and how as we've, you know, when, with the Enlightenment, people were saying, I want to move away from just operating off stu- superstition or saying, and I'm not saying that all religion is superstition, um, but sometimes when people forget science, then everything, then God does everything, and then that's also a problem, right? And um, yeah, yep. and what this podcast was saying was, you know, during the Enlightenment, Kant is a philosopher, and he said, hey, let's not just be bound by religion, let's be bound by science and, and reason, and the problem, you know, post, like, in most contemporary philosophy now, most people are saying, well, the problem isn't whether it's God or whether it's science or whether it's reason. The problem is trying to have certainty at the center of it because it's almost impossible for humans to be certain, right? Yeah. You kind of need all those tools. Yeah. I do think you need religion. I do think you need science. I do think you need reason. Okay, but, 100%, yeah. but to try and try and find certainty with those things is nearly impossible as humans because we experience things yeah. differently, right? Yeah. And and I guess the, the, the point of that, um, where I was trying to head with that, is, is that I think, you know, what 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 
he was saying on this podcast is one of the problems is as we've made reason and, and science and enlightenment um, the center of our world, it's also made in the individual and rational decision-making, then the individual becomes central. And when the individual becomes central, we become more narcissistic, we become more self-absolved, and then anxiety goes up, and we have all these problems that you start to see, right? It's almost like an obsession we can't can't get away from. Bingo. And we are brave enough to live our life. Right. In case of all these influences we have. Because we have to make choices. We have all these choices we have to make. Yeah. Uh, We have to remember when we both talking about a television where we're running with the antenna, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was employed by my parents in case of we had... uh, an antenna, not big like yours. Yeah. You had to figure it out. <laughs> I have to figure it out every time a little bit left and right yeah. <laughs> to see a nice picture in the television. Well, and sometimes you just had to hold it because if you let go, it would go away, right? Absolutely. You remember? So you'd be sitting there holding the antenna I see so you could watch the TV. Generation. Thank yeah. you very much. That's how, yeah, we, yeah, it was crazy. It was, better than, it was better than cans on a string, but just barely. And, but, um, and my son tell from time to time to me yeah. when I tell him, Victor, please calm down. Don't be so crazy. You know, when I was a kid and he said, stop, daddy. Yeah. I know you didn't have telephone. You didn't have smartphone. <laughs> but sorry, it's not my fault. <laughs> also, also, it's not something that, you know, that you can relate to if you didn't live through it, right? Oh, yeah. Have you seen these videos on Instagram? I've seen them on Instagram, different places, where they present a rotary, a rotary dial phone. You know, the phone that you yeah. have to... Yeah. Do you know what a rotary dial phone is? <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Asking, <laughs> so they present a rotary dial telephone to young, like to younger people okay. under 20. And they're like, do you know how to use this? Do you know how to, uh-huh. do you know how to call somebody? Uh-huh. And they're looking at it going, they're trying to push the buttons. They're like, what are you, how does this even work? Right. It's hilarious. I have the same experience with my Victoria. I have bought a new, a brand new, now Nokia bring yeah. out some replic of Nokia, Oh, the old, the old one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Banana. It's called yeah, the, banana. Yeah, yeah, it's called, yeah, maybe yeah. you remember the banana. No, yeah. Whatever. I, when I was, it was one of the first telephones, nice telephones. Right. I, I gave it to my daughter, to Victoria. Yeah. And the first she's doing, going on the very small screen with a finger, up, down, yeah, up, screen. down, click, yeah. click, yeah. click. It's and she told screen. me, Daddy, it's dead. It's, it's not broken. broken. <laughs> <laughs> it's broken. You know? Oh, my God. This is... This is how the brain is working today for our kids, you know? Right. Well, they even didn't, sorry, they yeah. even didn't look, is there some button you can push? Right. <laughs> no. Touch, touch, up, down, left, right. It's broken, Daddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, they didn't, she didn't even have a Blackberry, right? She doesn't even know how those things work. So it's, it's totally different. I don't believe a Blackberry. You remember Blackberry? Oh, man. So I had Blackberries. I used to work in technology. I had the first Blackberries when they were in beta, and we were, we, we, we the company I was with, we did a lot of development for Lotus Notes, for uh, uh, which is basically an email and process automation software for, for IBM owns. And we were doing Lotus Notes customization for Blackberries, and this is before it had voice, so it was just you would just use it for texting basically, <laughs> and it was a better texting device, and it would integrate your email. And people were like, "This is so revolutionary." It was great. I liked it because you could sit in a meeting and nobody knew you had them yet, and you could just have it under the table and you'd be typing away. And nobody now everybody knows what you're doing. Back then, people were like, "What are you? What are you twiddling your thumbs under the table? What's going on over there?" It's very funny. Yeah, and we remember Time's the time changed. where we even had no telephone. You know? Oh yeah, you had no telephone. I, no. I, we always had a telephone in the house. No. So do you have to go somewhere to use a telephone? Yes, you know uh, the that telegraph was, office. That was no, 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 no. That was <laughs> <laughs> so old. No, no. Uh, We're the same. You age. know, th- th- it means before I go to the basic school, it means I was five or six years old where we get our first telephone. Right. And it was a telephone uh, one fourth. 
it means four people have one line. Oh, see, so if you picked it up, you could hear somebody else's conversation? Uh, not. It was blocked for three other people. You know? uh, 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 so if, if somebody else was on, then you couldn't it's, it's, use uh, it? Uh, from time to time, we have to run to our neighbor and tell him, hey, gay, hang the, the telephone phone. up, we have to talk. Stop talking to your girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. before, there was one restaurant in our village, and in this restaurant was a telephone. Today, to talk about it, it's like, uh, hey, guy, where we are, where we are. And I look out of this window here, and I can see... A trailer station, it's a trailer station, yeah, yeah. trailer station, yeah, yeah. modern. I'm staying at this this new modern hotel, the Andaz Hotel. Oh, it's a Hyatt property, shocked. it's really great, absolutely. And it's very close to it's it's in Vienna, it's very close and, to the train, train, look, train the, station. The transformation in only 20 years, right? It's too much, it's faster and faster. It's, it's too fast for humans, I think, and it is why the young people, uh, <clears throat> and uh, people in the, in the age like me, yes, are overloaded. Right. Overloaded. I remember the time where on Sunday in Austria all was closed. It was normally we wake up in the morning by family, eat in a breakfast. And there's nothing to do because going, everything's done. Everything's closed. Yeah, the biggest day. action was church, you know. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we're going in the morning, right. the whole family to the church and it was the action. Right. And from time to time my grandfather uh, took me to the restaurant. Right. Where old, old guys sitting together to play cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can sit there and look into these old guys when they play cards. And every do everybody talks so smart. Everybody talks so smart. And I was sitting from time to time and talking to my grandfather. Hey, grandfather, they are everyone so smart. They have so many knowledge. It's unbelievable. <laughs> right, right. My grandfather was looking to me. <clears throat> he was an old wise man than me. Talking, everybody can do. Yeah, yeah. But they don't have. And I think, why? Why they are talking? Only to feel better. <laughs> oh, wow. So he's saying talks cheap, yeah, basically. Yeah, he was a very smart guy. That's very, very smart guy. Very, very, smart guy. very wise man. And yes, and the changes are yeah. too quick for us. It's, it's, now, when, now, in this last five minutes, I understood one more time how quick, how fast right. today the changes are. It's amazing. My wife and I have a woodblock uh, cutting that's a piece of art yeah. that says, we met before the internet. And it has a rotary telephone in the middle of it. <laughs> fine, fine. <laughs> because for fine, our kids, for my kids, fine. you know, my older son was born in 1994. My younger one was born in 97. Um, when my older son was born, I was working in technology. Uh, we had a dial-up modem at our house. We had the World Wide Web in 1994. I started NapaOnline.com dot com or dot net in 1994 with a friend we were selling wine and booking people's booking people's hotels online very unfortunately being really early is just as bad as being wrong so you know <laughs> it was fun for a while we made a little money but then the um the bureau of alcohol tobacco and firearms shut us down for selling wine without a license oh. but uh oh. but you know that's how you learn um experience yeah that was, a good, that was a good lesson for young david but, you know, but, but I think for my kids, they grew up with it, right? My, my first computer was an Apple. So I learned, I actually learned how to do basic coding when I was in grade school on what we called pet computers. It was a really yeah, simple personal yeah. computer and it used a cassette tape drive to do the recording. That's how simple it was, like two or three K or something. You did that in high school? In, no, in elementary school. Uh, in elementary? Yeah, and, and then my dad bought an Apple II Plus, which was an early Apple personal computer. Oh uh, and probably a little later, like when I was in late elementary school or middle school. And my brother and I would do write code on that, and we would play a lot of video games. Bingo. But my mother hated it. She absolutely hated it because 
you know, I remember my dad's first calculator was in, I think he had one in 1973 or four. I was pretty little and I liked to play with it and it was, had LED, red LED, you know, screens, but it was little, you could hold it in your hand and it was really expensive. It was, I can't remember how much it was, you know, but it was probably hundreds of dollars at the time, which was a lot of money back then. For sure. And I think our first Apple II was you know, probably thousands of dollars in the late 70s or early 80s, which you could buy a car for that much money back then, right? And my mom, I just remember her saying, like, she equated that computer with basically the calculator, and my dad would use it to do taxes and accounting, you know, for his business and house. But, you know, my mom was like, that thing needs to go in the basement. Like, I don't want to have anything to do with it because I don't need to do accounting. I don't need to do tax. I don't need a calculator. And that's the most expensive. You just spend all this money on a calculator. Why do we want you to use the calculator you have? Right. And then my brother and I were always playing video games on it. Right? right. One year we, we found, so there used to be computer magazines where you would see, they would actually print the, the code for different types of programs. And we recoded a recipe box uh, application for my mom and we gave it to her on a floppy drive, which was, you know, how you would give an application to somebody for Christmas. <sighs> and she gets it, and she was just like, <laughs> I think she said thank you, but you could see in her eyes she had no idea what, what the they are doing with why me. she would ever put recipes on a computer, right? She was like, I've got a recipe box over here. Uh, why would I? Why oh would I walk down gosh. in the basement to look up my recipes? Oh my right? It was hilarious. Oh it was a gosh. early experiences, but it was funny how like, you know, that's. How I was digitally native, but today it's totally. Di- what was your first computer? What was your first calculator? You know, I was much more slower than you. Uh, in case of uh, you know, school was never my best friend. Let's call it. In this yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, in case of teachers, was never my best friend. Sure. Uh, I remember my first four years in the school. It was the. Uh, I'm really today. I understand how many problems must my parents is deluged with me. Right. In case of I didn't understand why I have to go there. It was. I had no idea why I have to go there. I have no idea what I have to do there even. Right. Uh, I understood it much more later. But at that time, it didn't connect to the other things that you were trying to do, right? Nothing. It means, you know, my father was a farmer, my grandfather was a farmer, I have to be a farmer. Sure. Nothing more. Especially probably in Austria at the time, where people are kind of locked into what they're... I was the oldest. It means I was the, the, the oldest son. Yeah. Uh, I have three brothers more, and I was the oldest. It means my my way was easy. It means right. I will be the farmer. Are are, are any of your brothers farmers? Uh, the younger one, uh, yes, but not 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 the farmer like we was. He yeah, still yeah. have the farm, small one, no animals. Yeah, only some forest for for not. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's in doing a fun something. way. It's only for fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but but I have understood very very quick. It's not my way to be a farmer, and I was starting making my first business when I was. Six, I think, mm. five or six even. What was your first business? My first business was rabbits. It means uh, rabbits, <laughs> yeah. really raising rabbits because well, they breed quickly. And it was, I, you know, for me was one one very big motivation. One once one thing I understood: no money. Yeah, yeah. And my parents just told me that money is not important in our life. Love is the most important, and I understood it. That love is the most important. Sure, but money money helps. <laughs> And when I was looking, when I was looking to my dad and my mom, the only one fight they have is about money. You know? right, right, can right. can you imagine? It means uh, when it when uh, when our parents are told to us, you have to go sleep now. 
I understood there came a fight between father and mother. Right. And we were staying and hearing how mommy kicking daddy and daddy kicking mommy in case of money, you know? Yeah, why yeah. you bought this? Why you don't bought this? What you're doing? My daddy in this time have two, two jobs more. It means he have a farm and two jobs more. Right, right. Uh, and in case of he have um, built a, a, a house with a very high credit and uh, our whole life was, my, my childhood time was nice. And the one time on the second side, I saw the whole money go to the bank. All the pressure for the bank. All pressure yeah. to pay credit. Not yeah. uh, that, that was every time I'm afraid somebody take our house out. It is why I never take a credit in my life. It means this was right. stopping my insides. No, privately, right. I never will have a credit in my life. And uh, but the the reality was when I was five six yeah, yeah five six I think I was uh, I was asking my my father uh, please buy me on birthday a rabbit. Wow. And he, okay, why not? It was a cheap stuff in this time. Yeah. And I go to my, I was going to my grandfather and told him, please buy me a Mrs. Rabbit, you know? Oh, so you got each parent to, or Absolutely. I was starting, I remember how nice it, it was a, a white big rabbit. Yeah, yeah. With black plums. Yeah, yeah. And I understood very quick a, a word I'm using today every time it's duplication. Yeah. <laughs> I was close to them. <laughs> I was close to them for one night. Yeah, yeah. And after They're a few weeks, while you sleep. absolutely, <laughs> very hard. I have heard it every time, you know. I don't know what they was doing in this time, but I understood when I closed them for one night, and yeah. uh, four weeks later, it will be duplication of five, seven, or ten or more pieces of small rabbits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I was six, seven years old, I had a really f a rabbit farm with more than hundred rabbits. Wow. And there was coming a guy. Uh, Would you sell them for pets or for yeah. meat or both? I bought them for Whatever money. Whatever they want to buy. For money. Yeah. I, somebody was coming. Uh, it was a guy who was going this time from village to village to buying hands and rabbit meat and all this stuff. And when I do they think about it, no imagine. You know, I was the guy who was killed the rabbits. Oh, you would kill them. I have done it. Well, I, yeah, I was yeah. seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Today, I even cannot kill uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a mosquito, you know? Right, 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 right. I, I'm afraid when a mosquito kick me, I take him out. But when you, I think, but this is cool, though. When you're raised on a farm, you know where food comes from, right? I think it, today people think it comes from a supermarket wrapped in plastic, and they don't realize that animal has to be raised, it, it has what, to be cared yeah. for, it has to be killed, I and you have to harvest it. I bring my kids it. still on, on, on farms yeah. to show them how where the meat are coming from and right. the milk, you right. know? Right, Milk is not coming from a bottle of uh, plastic. Uh, right, milk, right. <laughs> milk coming, producing from a and cow. Milking a cow. I've hand milked a cow. It's not easy. Really? You yeah. have, to, you have, you have done have. it? Yeah. I too. Yeah. I too. <laughs> yeah, you're probably better than me. <laughs> it can be. I've only tried it a couple times <laughs> and it was hard, but if you're, you probably got good at it. Nice time. It was, you know, today, yeah. the reality is when I was 20, 25, I nobody told I was a farmer, you know? Yeah, yeah, of in course. Because I was starting to building my own businesses and I never told people I was a farmer in case of, I, I was even, um, uh, I, I didn't feel good with, you know, mm. uh, but today I'm proud of. Today, I think it's I'm, one of the I'm best, happy. it's one of the easiest ways for kids to start a business. There's, we have in the U.S., we have something called 4-H, which is a, a program where kids get involved in farming and they raise, some of them raise, nice. raise you know, nice. steer and, and nice. cattle. Some of them raise pigs, nice. but they get involved, raise sheep, different things. They do it for different reasons, nice, but nice. they basically get involved in that process of learning nice. how to raise it. They have little fairs where they get nice. awards for nice. the better animals. It's a really, it's a great yeah. way to learn business. This is, I think this is one of the experience everyone have to have in case of we will understand where it's coming from. Right. And we will understand why we have to do something more or less. Right. 
by our own ethics, it's clear, sure. we have a different uh, basic, but, but when we know where it comes from, yeah. we will absolutely uh, You think differently about it, it right? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Do you, um, while we're on this, uh, well, I guess, keep going. How did you, how long were you in the rabbit business and did you shift to other businesses while you were in the farm? Absolutely. It means, you know, that was, that, that, that was my business too. Uh, when I was nine, about 10, my cousin uh, was supporting me. Uh, we was made our first business uh, out of our farm yeah. with my cousin together. He was working for some company uh, in the um, time where the school out Ferien, what is in English? Uh, Holiday. Holidays. In the holiday time, he was working for some company. How, to, old, how old were you? Ten. <laughs> uh, is today, that legal in Austria anymore? No, it's, it's, <laughs> you know, just forget it. it even child not in this time. Not in this time. I was always time. doing child even, labor even, too. Yeah. Even not in this time. Even working. not in this time. You know, even the the parents is making the biggest mistake in case of they are stopping kids to do it. Right. They're stopping it. Right. And why they are stopping it? In, in case of they are thinking it's it is not necessary. We have money. We have all. He don't must do it. But guys, this was one of the most important trainings for me to have. I was 10, I have a boss, you know? Yeah. The boss was coming and telling to us, now you have to go. We was going to the forest to to bring in the moss, moss, is it moss? Moss, yeah. We are, we are cartons of moss from the forest bringing yeah. in case of he have a business uh, for... Uh, like making, was he making things with the moss? Yes, he was making something with the moss for the cemetery. Okay. For the cemetery. Oh, and, wow. And I am, the cousin and I, we was getting money for a carton. It means a carton full of moss, we bring in, pay you. in he was paying us so, so where I grew up in Michigan there's a lot of blueberry farms okay and blueberries you have to kind of pick yeah, by sure. you pick by hand a lot and so as a kid one of the jobs you could have is you could go to the blueberry farm and they just pay you by a bucket of blueberry same same idea right yeah. look, this was one of the first words I learned responsibility mm. in case of he was waiting for five cartons on evening you know what right. I'm talking about and you were connecting your work and your reward Absol you knew what you got paid absolutely. for a carton well, absolutely yeah. Yeah. Uh, we understood we have to bring five cartons right it was raining from time to time sure. it was cold from time to time sure our friends was going swimming from time to time yeah but we have made the job we have to take the responsibility you were the Moss brothers this cause this yeah. never never thinking before but it's nice I will I, awesome. will I will I will tell it my cousin you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's awesome uh, yes and it was the next thing I was doing and uh, were you earning more money than from rabbits no this, okay. is, this I have understood very quick uh, when I work for somebody the money will be less yeah, yeah that, that was a <laughs> and good lesson absolutely and, but it was a time where I was uh, where I was you know even today I never uh, I am sh I'm care about money. Mm. We earning good today, very good. But I'm still, uh, still I'm thinking two times. Do I have to spend the money or do I have to spend? Right. Do I have to buy this or I don't have to buy it? Do I need it or I don't need it? My kids from time to time looking to me like, Daddy, please. Is but you learn the value of money from a very early Absolutely. age. And yeah. I think if you don't earn it yourself, it's really hard to understand that. It's easier to just let and it go because you don't know where it yeah. comes from. And look, and I think this is one of the biggest problems for our kids. Yeah. And coming back to the alcohol stuffs and narcotics right. and uh, all these stuffs. When you don't learn it from the childhood time, yeah. you must learn it when you are 20, 25. It's too late. It's too late. Yeah. And I remember one situation in the school where my son was going in Hungary and... 
the teacher was was so happy. The teacher told, "Wow, I have bought a new, brand new car from the salon. Salon is Italian, from the from the from the store, yeah, from the store, car, brand car, new. Dealer. And you know, and the teacher was so proud of it. Yeah. And all the kids was coming to the teacher to congratulations. You are Amazing so car. proud. Yeah. And you're so happy. And my my son stand up and told, it is a mistake to buy a new car. Wow." Say you know, Say she it. was not happy. Smart. She was not happy. I yeah. was. I had a new uh, experience by director. I have to go to the director to translate the director. Why my son in the age of ten talking about it's good or not good? Car so well. And, <laughs> and 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 she told him why? What it means? It's, it, I don't have to buy it. Right. Uh, when you go out from the store, it's twenty five right. minus right. Of, of of the price. So I I used to put a lot of miles on cars. And I always did my own taxes, even when I was... My father was very good with me with helping us. We worked. We earned money. My dad was a head and neck surgeon. Like, we yeah. had a nice life, but he always wanted us to work and earn our own money and very keep good. our own accounts. Very good. You know, very good. Very good. we would tithe and we would save. He taught us all those <laughs> kinds of things, right? And um, one of the things... So I, I did my own taxes since I was young and, and learned how to do all that stuff. When I was in my early 20s... When I turned 22, so I graduated university, yeah. he said to me, in the U.S., you, you're not a dependent of your parents anymore, right? So you're not on, you, they don't get a tax benefit from you. He said to me, he said, you know, you're, you're not on my taxes anymore. So he said, make sure you always have a business because Smart. whether you have a job or not, you need to have a business to take Smart. full advantage of the, of, the, of the tax benefits in our, in our system. And... Um, and later, when I had bigger jobs, he would always ask me, he'd say, "Do you are you working there because you want to buy that company or because you want to start a company like that? <laughs> like that was the only reason in his mind you would have a job someplace, right, more or less? And I think that that's always stuck with me. But I think it goes back to when you learn how to make your own money and you learn how to feed yourself and you become self-reliant and you connect your work and your reward and you have the sense of responsibility to somebody else. I have to do this because this person is, is, is you know, waiting for me to do this or requiring me yeah, to do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it. You may still have some fun. You may still go party. You may still do yeah, some of those absolutely. things. This but you're not going to throw your life away doing it. Absolutely. In my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and the parents and the system, political system we have in Europe, I don't know that. Yeah. I, I've seen a little bit when, when our daughter was there, but in our way of thinking in Europe, parents thinking on this way, politics, uh, it's opposite way. Right. Make the people depend. Exactly. Well, and I, yes. Depend of mama, depend of papa. Right. You don't must think about make your school. Don't think about make your school. Finishing only your school. Yes, for sure. Today I am, I know and uh, I am the person who really powering education. We need education. Right. Uh, in, in this time, education is one of the most important stuff. But, totally agree. Yeah. But uh, when it's, is it 100% the goal of your life? It can, then, then what do you, how do lost. you work? Yeah, yeah. You are really yeah. lost. In case of, their life is different. The reality is different. Right. Here, here's a question related to that. So do you think people are made to work? Do you think working is one of the components that makes people happy? Very happy. Yeah. Very happy. And uh, when we talk about back to this uh, stuff, why alcohol? In yeah. case of when you don't, when you don't feel that what you're doing makes right. sense, There's that no what you're doing yeah. have no goal, have no results. Right. Uh, the people get crazy. 
Did you know in the United States right now, this was on this podcast, this philosophizes this. I'll, yep. Um, because, and what, what this philosopher is pointing to is he said, I think it's because of this focus on the individual and this narcissism and this, you know, me, 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 my ego, my individual choices. Um, people over, the biggest suicide increases right now are people over 70 who are wealthy, which means they're probably retired. They have plenty of resources. But they're at a point where their entire life was probably defined by work they were doing. And now all of a sudden, they don't know what to do. And I think, you know, one of the, we had this uh, couple on from uh, Detroit. Uh, they have a company called Life Builders that helps people, you know, they bought a huge swaths of property that were vacant and, and being, you know, downtrodden. They had retired, it's my friend's parents, they had retired in their 50s or 60s. They were living in Florida, fishing and golfing. And my, my friend's dad said, uh, he said, you know, I just felt like I, I didn't know why I was getting up in the morning. I didn't know why I was, why I was here. I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing. Yeah. And they moved back to Detroit and they took all this money they had and they just started buying tons of houses and then building communities, you know, schools, uh-huh. you know, helping people build a yeah, life yeah. again. And that transformed them. And I think there's a whole message there about kind of what you're just saying. I'm sorry, I'm talking too much, but it's... That's good, it's good. Um, the message is... We need go. purpose. We need to have something to do. It doesn't have to be for money necessarily, but you need to know why you're getting up in the morning and it, need, it has to have meaning, right? Uh, David, money has to be a result, never the goal. Right. And the big, big fishes in internet... Sorry, I, uh, the, young, the young kids now yeah, yeah. will kill me after That's this okay. word... But the big fishes in internet who are only fishing for our young kids right. to sell them something, to, 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 to control, that, that teach the, the kids the money is the most important. Right. But They're showing the car, the watch, yes, or luxury goods. to show yeah, somebody, yeah. hey, guy, yeah. I drive a BMW, you know. it. But look, look on, on the real reality. When we was young, somebody yeah. driving a Mercedes, he was a big guy. Yeah. When I was 15. Well, one, they had to pay cash for it. Yeah, the, in, they weren't in this out, time. They weren't leasing it. Absolutely. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. In this time, you know, somebody drive a big Mercedes. He have bought him. Right. Today, you don't know nothing. Right. He he have rented for one day. Right. He <laughs> don't eat for the next three months in case of he have rented <laughs> right, for, right. for 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 internet this. stars. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And this is a very dangerous situation in case of. It's fake. Too fake. This is fake. Like Americans love to tell it now. Fake news. Well, they even <laughs> there's even like life coaches or internet stars who literally go on vacation with like a group of 10 of them and rent some villa and then they're all shooting their own story in different oh, yeah. corners of the house so you don't know dangerous, they're all in the same house renting dangerous. it together right it's ridiculous it's and it's i think the biggest thing to your point it's irresponsible yeah. i mean you know the um a good friend of mine uh, i've talked about this with glenn a little bit glenn rogers was on a couple episodes ago talking about how you become an investor You know, one of the first things is you need to make some money. The second is you have to save money. And the third is don't lose your money, right? <laughs> <laughs> and and that, that process, we talked about like Rich Dad, Poor Dad is a popular book where you go from very, employee very to book, self-employed yes, to entrepreneur to investor, right? That idea, that transition. And I think to your point, like learning what money is for, learning how to be responsible with money. Across the street from our house in Laguna, we live in an expensive neighborhood. Yeah. We've, you know, we've been fortunate A Chinese father bought a house for his 22-year-old daughter and paid millions of dollars for it. And and they're nice. She's nice. 
She and her boyfriend moved in. They're young. I think she she gets a lot of money from her father. He's from Beijing, and you know they're trying to get as much out as they can. I think. Uh, and, talk, and we like them. But, don't talk too much about it in case if my daughter will tell me, Daddy, why we don't get it. You know? Well, and, <laughs> and, but here's the story, and, and I'm talking about this, and I hope it's okay because I, I think they listen to some of these, but they're good friends. We love them. When they moved in, we became, I tried to make friends with, we became friends with them. And her boyfriend said to me one day, he pulled me aside and he said, Hey, Dave, what are we supposed to do with money? And I said, I, and I kind of was like, well, well, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. You know, and they have, They have all the fancy watches, all the designer brands. And he said, well, you know, we get a lot of money from my girlfriend's dad, and she uses it to go shopping and to buy new cars and all these things. He goes, but I don't think that's what it's for. But everybody dream about, David. Right. Everybody dream about, but nobody nobody tell the truth. Daddy from these young kids have paid the price. Right. Somebody have to pay the price right and all these trainers and all these coaches on yep. youtube yep. nobody tell about the price right they only tell about the price they have to pay him right, right, for right. consultation right right they never tell about the price the people have to pay right. in life right in case of you know uh, i have i was opened my first company when i was 19 officially right. 19 and i know how high the price is to earn money sure I know how high is the price or was the price from my wife to let me make businesses. Sure. In case of when you start from zero, you're never a hero. Right. The first you are working hard like crazy. Right. And you are you are not sleeping well and you are not uh, happy every time. And it's not only the the uh, the the way go up. Uh, in case of the life is brutal that's what the people right. must learn is life is brutal right people who are thinking oh life is so nice let's take our our uh, glasses with uh, um, pink uh, colors yeah yeah yes for sure for five minutes we can life is brutal but the only one we have to do it's einstein told it we have to learn to handle the life right and when we have to handle the life we have to learn one of the most important basics money never can be the goal Right. In case of very quick, we will understand. Right. This is not the right way. Right. We very quick, quick we understand in a moment where it go down, where you are, when you are don't crashed. Have yeah, yeah. Uh, when you lose the money, right? Or even you have the money, but you feel bad. You don't know why. You understand. You need more than money. Right. And more than money. Why today? In case of today, we have more than we need. Right. My grandfather. It's a generation Austria. He have built this great Austria. You you, you are posting for about great Austria. Right, right, right. It's not my job. Right. <laughs> Sorry for it. Yeah. You know that most of people thinking now that it's his job. We working so hard. No, this was grandfather job. Yeah, yeah. And my father, it was not the job of my father. My father working also very hard. But the the big inspiration coming from the grandparents. Yeah, yeah. And we are use it. Right. He, my grandfather. Remember the time where he had no food? He was hungry. After World War One, probably, when Absolutely. it was very, very, very Absolutely. poor here. Yeah. After World War One and number two, they was hungry. Yeah. We fighting, not eating. 
Right. Can you imagine? It was one and a half generation. That was hungry. We are not eating. I'm, I, I love history. And part of the reason I like history is to try and place myself back in that time. I read yeah. historical novels. I look at paintings. Yeah. I yeah. watch movies, documentaries. Yeah. There's a new World War One, by the way. There's a new World War One documentary that Peter Jackson did. You know, the guy who did the Lord of the Rings movies yeah, yeah. and everything? Yeah. King Kong. He made a new World War One movie that they colorized really well. Like, they looked at the uniforms from that time, and they did, like, perfect colorization. And then they added audio to it where they uh, figured out what people were looking at, what they were talking about, how people spoke at the time. It's just out, like, within the last year. It's un... I can't remember what it's called. You can look up Peter Jackson documentary, World War One, but it's unbelievable. It is so... Because you... It not only takes you back to World War One, but it also explains what was going on and how many people died and how brutal uh. it was living in those trenches. And that was only, that was a hundred years ago, less than a hundred years ago. And, and, and look, David, and now is this is, you know, when I was struggling in my life, not one time, yeah. <laughs> not two times, yeah. even not five times, right. even not ten times, much more. Right, same. Times. Yeah, I've had a, yeah. Uh, and, you know... Uh, after, uh, when you got a distance to all these uh, fails, yeah. uh, you understand you need it. We know it both. Uh, when you're looking in the rearview mirror and you're feeling more comfortable. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it means finally you understand this struggling, this fail, it was a need. Here's a question. Do you learn more from success or failure? Failure. Stop. Failure. Yeah. Absolutely. It's hard to translate somebody who who fighting for the big success, but failures are the only one teacher. Right. Success, it's a very dangerous emotion. Yes. Success is a very dangerous emotion. It, it inflates and your ego. and yeah. We lose the reality. Yeah. I remember the time where I had 250 employees. Right. 250 employees, you lose so quick the reality. In case right. of, you're thinking you are the king, you know? Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, coming yeah. in the morning. Look at me, I'm the guy. Hey, guys, what's happened? Good yeah. morning, everyone. What's happened? What's happened? Oh, you are fired. Sorry. I know yeah. it's in America, very an, an, uh, a lovely oh, the, sentence. You are fired. Yeah, yeah. you're fired. <laughs> yeah, that's, our, that's our current president. Yeah. The reality yeah, yeah. TV star turned president. It's amazing. We'll you are there. fired. Yeah. I was the boss. And yeah. I, you know, that what. What, 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 what I have quick understood is this is not the reality. In right. case of life brings you back very quick to the reality. Right. We are nobody. In one second, our life is switched out right. or off. Right. It means uh, I have seen my mother when she was 52, she got sick and she was dying. Right. I have understood life is too short, guys. Right. Life is too short to thinking we are somebody special. One of the great gifts I had, and it's a terrible gift, when I was young was my older brother died when I was, we were 18 months apart. He died when he was 23, so I was 21. Um, and then my best, one of my best friends, my college roommate, Navy SEAL, yeah. got killed in Iraq in 2008. And I think when you lose people, because when we're young, we think we're invincible. When you lose someone who's really close to you, absolutely, you know, that you shared a room with and they're, you know, and, and. I was never the good guy. They, my older brother was a better, better behaving than I was. My roommate was better behaving than I was. When the good guys get taken out randomly, you know, leukemia or a car gets blown up, um, you know, it, for, for a person like me, that makes me say, wait a minute, you know, every day is a gift. Every moment's a gift. Every breath is a gift. We're, we, we should be grateful for, and I have to remind myself, I'm not always grateful for everything. 
Um, I was just in Corsica on vacation and got upset about something because we didn't have the car worked out or something, you know, and my poor wife did such a great job organizing it for, you know, one thing slipped through the cracks and, and I had to like, as I was getting upset, I had to like, yeah. you know, yeah. hit myself in the forehead and say, yeah. what do you, you're in Corsica, you're on vacation, you're having a great time <laughs> with friends. Like what oh. in the world are you upset about? This is... This, this is great. This isn't a problem. Like 99.9% people dream about to be on this situation. <laughs> right. <laughs> But uh, David, look, 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 look on this, this, this basic stuff. What, what, what we were talking about. It means the old generation was living in hunger, hungry. Right. They was hungry. I'm right. Right. They have no food. Yeah. Our generation That's fighting. That's it's called hungry, by the way. Something like that. That's a terrible joke. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> It's like a dad joke. You know, yeah, yeah. good is my English is too bad to understand all. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> look, <laughs> great parents was fighting for food. Right. Our generation is fighting for not eating. Right. We are fighting every day not eat. We have so, so much. much. And well, yeah. Yeah, we are overloaded. It's crazy. Right? We are overloaded. And look, and the. When you look on the situation, we are in the best time ever. We live in the best time ever. People have to understand it. Maybe you hear me now, wherever you are, we are living in the best time ever. In not important where you are. By the way, anywhere on the earth. Not important where. Yeah. For sure. That is countries where is where, where is much There's more for, yeah. for, but still Still, we are living in the best time ever. Please don't hear the people who tell it's not true. Please don't I travel all over the world. You know, the <laughs> The literally all over the world, uh, many times a year I go around yeah. the world, right? Yeah. And my, I have a friend who's a comedian who talks about this. He said, we live like pharaohs used to. Like, we literally can decide to have a cold drink whenever we want. We can have coffee from Italy right now. We can have artichokes from California in Vienna. We can... States from Argentina. Yes, you can find any of it right now. It's and crazy. It's very affordable for anybody. That's crazy. We have the best health care ever. Ever. I mean, we can argue about how it should be paid for, etc. Yeah, but more or less, almost anybody can find and in most of the world can find yeah, absolutely. it. Absolutely. There's a great book that um, Millen Pant, our CEO, uh, referred me to called Factual. Factual or Factfulness. Um, there's a TED talk about it, but the um, I read it and I got, I always confuse Factual or Factfulness. Hold on one sec. I'm looking it up while I'm talking because I want to get it right. Yeah. Um, it might just be called Factful. Um, but it's this great book by a Swedish uh, scientist who his whole, his, whole, uh, his whole goal was just to help people understand what's actually happening in the world because the, can, the conversation can be so confusing. And he goes through and just goes through the actual facts. And he, first he asks people questions. Um, how many people in the world, what percentage of people in the world do you think actually go to school? And people are like, oh, it's a small percent. He's like, in Africa, <laughs> factfulness, factfulness, yeah. You've got to take the test and then, wa and then watch his TED Talk. It's unbelievable. And the author is uh, Hans Rosling. He's, he just died recently. His, his son and, and daughter-in-law help him with the... With the um, But look up Hans Rosling, R-O-S-L-I-N-G, on TED. His TED Talk's amazing. The book is fantastic. But the point is that life is going up and to the right. It is progressing, and it is doing it remarkably quickly, absolutely. and life is getting better. And, better. and not just for Americans, not just for no, Europeans, no. for everybody. Yes, absolutely. It's amazing. And people who are not traveling don't know it. Right. They will hear the 
the, the news right. from the people who are like to influencing in them or, to tell him or they're watching TV news and I, they think the whole world's falling uh, apart because all TV news shows is the my bad friends stuff, you know? this is you know this is also a problem for for our generation we didn't teach our kids to hear with critical mind mm. in case of critical the reality, thinking yeah. think about uh, my kids teach us using smartphones Today, I am asking my daughter, where is this app? Uh, how I can use this app? Right. And look, David, it means to coming back on this, we are living in the best time ever. We are living also in the first generation where kids learning from older and older learning from younger. Right. When we talk about people who are 70, 60, and they don't know what they're doing in her life in case of nobody need them, right. I tell you straight, this is a big mystique from our system. Right. In case of the, all the YouTube guys, it's unbelievable. All must be young. All must be young. This is a good tendency in case of every time was young people bringing inspiration, mm. revolutions. Yeah. I love the word well, evolutions. Re revolution always starts with students, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and, almost, and almost, I mean, whether it's Chairman Mao or whether it's, you know, the 60s in America, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's that age group is where they're looking for change. They have and time on good. their hands. Yeah. It's good. It's healthy in a but way. But yeah. that what we need is still wiseness. Yes, wisdom. Yeah. Wisdom. Wisdom is... It's uh, Western have nothing together with to be a teacher for everyone and tell them how it, the world is right, working right, and right. don't take these trousers. What what is it? Oh, guys, not these shoes and not this. No, no, no. Wisdom is something who have to be together with the energy of young people. Right. With the inspiration of young people, uh, and when when we use it, we will we will succeed. That combination is incredibly powerful. We will succeed and. And remember outside, you know, I have learned 80% of my, 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 my wisdom from, from my grandfather. So, so many stuff from my grandfather. And I would guess that your grandfather was kind of young at heart. He, he was, even though he may have been older as a person, he yep. was somebody you enjoyed being with as a young person. Yep. Absolutely. Right? Because he could relate to you. You had a bridge together. Absolutely. And you know, we are living in a generation where grandfathers and grandmothers don't uh, don't tell the kids Märchen uh, um, stories. Stories. I was growing up with stories from my grandfather. Right. Well, and you wanted to hear them. I I still love hearing stories. I from, was sitting yeah. with my when my when my dad and my mom from time to time on Saturday going uh, for some restaurant with, with 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 some people, and we were sitting home with grandfather. Right. We were sitting down to hear the histories our grandfather told us. Oh yeah. And today, what what we doing? We give our kids a smartphone. And the story tell Pokemon. <laughs> well, and I think to your point, like you see, our when our kids were growing up, we decided we didn't want TV in the house. So we had Smart. some videos, but we didn't yeah, have sure. TV. Of course, over time, they go to school and it gets eroded and then yeah. we got everything. Yeah. But the um, but we put, we put limits on screen time. One of the challenges that I see today, and my kids have been really good at they're better than I am. Um, you know, they're in their 20s now. If we have a meal... Or we're together, my sons will say to me and to, you know, let's just put the phones away. Smart. They yeah. even get angry if I take a picture. I want to take a picture of the family just to, because yeah. I like to see it. Yeah, They're like, can, you, can we not, can we just be present and not, my, they, they, they say this to me, can we just be present Thank and not take information? Right? This is, this is, a, uh, this is, this they is teach me. Nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you know, this is the good news. Not all young 
people are fired up by all these technical stuff every time. I think there's trends away from it now yeah. too. Look on this hotel. Yeah. This hotel where we are now. Yeah. Show us this hotel show us the future. Yeah. Minimalization. Right. Nice, elegance. clean, yeah. elegant. All all in what you need. Yeah. But not this time of golden big something yeah. Yeah. halls where you are shocked and and reception and reception this hotel when Simple. I have seen the, the reception I was thinking where I am yeah yeah where I am hey guy this two people staying on some small places yeah and then the, the rest of it is a place to be in absolutely. sitting together and absolutely yeah. but the rest you can this, it's a communication place isn't it it's like a big kitchen perfect yeah, 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 yeah. it is yeah. It means, this shows us the future and coming back to, to this goal we have to learn young people learning from older one and older one learning from younger one Right. Changing experiences. Right. Changing experience. You know, when I was 19 or 20, I, I don't know how, how you was. I know how I, I was. Yeah. When I was 20, I was so smart. When God had a problem, he was calling me, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I find a solution for him even. <laughs> Normal, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we, we know it. Same. But it, it is a time of, of when, when you are young. In right. case of you are thinking, now you understand. King of the world. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Who can be smarter than I? A never going to die, never going to get old, never going to get sick. Life's at your fingertips. No, yeah. no. But when I was coming back, when I, when I have seen my, my mother, yeah. the last half year, how old uh, were you when she was 52? Uh, she was 52. I was 30. I was 30, yeah. Okay. I was 30, 32. Sorry, I was 32. And, uh, you know, it's 32, it, it's, it's an age, you know, this is, for, for, for me, it's, it was the age where my, where my feet started in communication with my brain. Mm. You started to touch the ground. Uh, I, I was starting, you know, between 15, in case of I was starting working uh, normally uh, when I was 15, and uh, when I was 30, I was working 15 years in my life. Uh, rarely. Yeah. In case of, in Austria, we have a dual system. You can go to school and to work. This, so, so you went, did you go to university? No, I was not. You were on a working track. I was going to work in track. Yeah. You know, I tell my, uh, my history in one second. It means I was born on a farm and I had three times luck in my life. The first luck I had when my father allowed me to go out from home when I was 15. You left the house at 15? I left my house when I was 15. Where did you go? To Vienna. To, to, to work Vienna. in Vienna? To work in Vienna. Because you can make more of, money. Absolutely. This was my goal. I yeah. have to be rich. Finish. Uh, but you know... Uh, you so are, money became an obsession because yeah, you were spending a lot absolutely. of... Your, I mean, it sounds... And, and, obsession. And, it wasn't, no, no. Yeah, it's just okay. true. It's, it was an obsession. In case okay. of, I, I have seen the life from my parents. Yeah. No money, credits, You, you didn't problems, want that problem. Not my life. Yeah. Not my life. Well, so what did you do in Vienna? You know, I was starting working like an electrician. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and that's normal. Like in, in the Austrian system, I guess it's like Germany where you, in school, you start getting separated into either like a working profession or I had on the beginning two days school, two days yeah. school and uh, four days job. Right. This was, this was a nice system. It's a nice system. Uh, officially, you couldn't do that in this time in case of a kid of 15 cannot live alone. Right. But my, my father allowed me. Yeah. He was bringing, he was a very hard life teacher. He, he was bringing me to Vienna bringing me one time from the flat where I was renting mm. with a, with a tra tram, with a tram, the with tram, a tram yeah. to the shop. Yeah. He picked me up next day. Uh, uh, on evening, next day, he, he was bringing me to the shop. Oh, wow. But he wasn't, he wasn't picking me up on the evening. And I was traveling home alone to the flat. Yeah. It takes me normal 50 minutes. But, uh, so he helped you get, get into Vienna and get a flat and get moved in and get to your job. And then he just took off. Yes, took off. And he didn't tell you he was going to do it? No. Nobody told me. Wow. My, 
I was brave. But really true is I was crying 12 months every day yeah, on yeah, evening yeah, yeah. in case of I was so proud, you know. Yeah. And uh, when, 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 when somebody tell me I have a hard time in my life, yeah. I tell them I understand you very well. 12 right. months crying every day. Right. In case of my braveness, I, I was too brave. Right. I was too brave. Um, but that what I have understood very quick is number one. Uh, and by the way, being brave means you're scared and you're doing the thing anyway, right? It was a decision. And I, I, my father told me, when you go out, remember, you don't come home. Wow. You, you can come home every time. I, I will support you for sure, something. Sure. But living, no. Right. You know, my, my mom, when she got married, her, you know, her grandparents were Dutch immigrants. Yeah. They had a farm. Yeah. You know, they yeah. all worked hard. They had factory jobs, other yeah. things. Her mother said to her, this was her marriage advice. When you're in the boat, you row. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning... If you're getting yeah. married, you know, you're getting married, yeah. you're going out, don't yeah. come home crying to us that something's oh. not, like, you fix it. She said, you know, if something horrible happened, of course, they no, would. It's clear. It's but clear. It was, it's the same. Her parents I mean, were saying, you need to make your life now. It's the same by me. And, yeah. and after the first year, I was, I, was, I was starting to understanding the real life. Yeah. You don't pay uh, electrician. You don't get electricity. You have the electricity. Yeah. yeah. You'd, you know, you open your freezer and he's empty. It's your fault, guy. Yeah. You got any money before, in your pocket? Yeah. Before, before, I was asking mama, why is not the right food in the fridge? Yeah. You know? Why? What's happened? The, the water is cold in our bathroom, you know? Right, right. And I understood it very quick. And the second I understood very quick is when you work hard, you earn even not smart. It means the right. money is horrible, uh, not the reality I need in my life. And I had my second luck in my life. Yeah. I was working for an Mr. Ariel in Vienna. I was working for him and he paid me very bad. It means, but, but that what, what I... What was the work? Electrician stuff. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All, all the luck. He had a, he had a Mexico Platz since this time. It was a technical centrum from Vienna. Okay. All people from Hungary, Poland coming to buy uh, tapes. Uh, sure, sure. But you know, this old time, this big uh, record. Yeah, stereo shops. You remember. Oh, yeah, the boom boxes. Boom yeah. boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember this time. And By the way, the stuff's all coming back now. I have a yes. vinyl record player. Yes. I have two bands. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Hilarious stuff. You know, Anyways, the past coming going. for the future. Yeah. And, um, but... I love when he was talking. This was an old guy, mm. over 65 for sure, and he was talking histories about his life. Yeah. And I was flashed by his histories. He was a businessman. He had employees. He had all I really love to have. Yeah. All my friends told, I don't work for this old guy. He pay back. He, mm. pay, he pay bad. Right, right. But I, I, I love the history. And he told me one sentence who was changing my life. Yeah. I heard one sentence from this old man. He told me, Andreas, remember, when you work hard for your boss, you can work harder for yourself. You learn how to work hard. That's a great gift. And I told yeah. him, uh, what, what do you mean? Yeah. He told me, Andreas, when you work hard for yourself, remember, this is a very good basic, but you can work hard, harder for, your, for yourself. You can open your own company. What it means you can open your own company. I open own company. First time in my life, I hear they can open my own company, you know? Right, 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 right. Hey! And I was so excited about this idea. I was running home to my father and I told to my father, Papa, can you imagine? Uh, I will open my own company. You know, I was 17, you know, I'm coming home to my father. My father looked at me and told me, you are drunken? <laughs> you, are, you are drunken? Because <laughs> he, he didn't see that possibility. And I was, I was so frustrated, you know? I was so, so unexcited. I was so, how... How my father can tell me I am drunken, I'm stupid. Right. Guy, you will... I, I remember the word from my father. 
When you are older, you will understand the reality. And I was going back to this Mr. Ariel. Yeah. And I told him, Mr. Ariel, I was going back to my father. And can you imagine what he have told me? And Ariel told me, stop. I know what he have told you. You are crazy. Right. And I thought, why? Why you know? Because everyone told him that. And right? he told me, your father love you. Yeah. And your father like to protect you. Mm. He cannot imagine to mm. open his own company. It, he's thinking, you cannot do that. What, what, what great advice. I mean, what a great person to have in your life. To help you. that that thing seems simple, but that is so hard to understand, absolutely. particularly at that age, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And and you know, because you loved your father as well, and what he said was important. this is our problem. You know, this right. is laugh from time to time. Stop us growing. Right. Stop us growing because your parents don't want you to suffer. Yeah, absolutely. The, the, and today, the most of parents don't like to see suffered kids. So they don't have them work, they give them money. And it's easier to give them money than have them find a job. Yeah. Muscles growing when they are suffer. Right. Well, and you get scar tissue from falling down. And scar tissue is a great reminder of how life works. And it is a reality. Yeah. And we are stopping our kids uh, growing. Right. In case of we are thinking it's good for them, in case of we love them. Right. But one more time, this was the, the greatest stuff, and he's supporting me to understand these stuff. And, you know, we everyone today have some mentors, coaches, but from time to time, we don't hear them or we don't understand them. Right. And uh, this was my biggest luck ever. This one sentence, you work hard for yourself, you can work help. Uh, you work hard for, for your boss, you can work hard for, for, for yourself better even. And I was open my first company when I was 19. Uh, you know, I was going to What army. was your first business? Electrician business. It was okay. my electrician stuff. And in this time, I was starting going back to school, you know. Right. Uh, in Austria, we have a, a, it's called evening school. It means I was going from Monday to Thursday uh, to chop from uh, 7 or 6, 6 o'clock in the morning to 5 o'clock p.m. And from 6 o'clock evening to 10 o'clock in night, I was going to school. Yeah. From 10 o'clock in night to 2 o'clock, I was learning and going back at 6 o'clock. Nothing special. A lot of people do it. But you realized that you could, you had a lot of hours in the day that you could take advantage Absolutely. of. Absolutely. You could do more than one thing. Absolutely. <laughs> and this is all the information for all the young people. You can do more than one thing, guys. You know what Rich DeVos has said? He said it repeatedly, and I think he and Jay live by this. Um, you know, Rich DeVos and his great uncle and his dad worked for my great uncles in a shop they owned in Grand Rapids, and it was part time work. They had other work they did, um, but that's how they made extra money. And one of the things that Rich had said was he said, you know, when I was growing up, I always figured if we needed more money, you get another job. <laughs> and I think for immigrants, right, that's a normal, I, we, I grew up in a Dutch immigrant community, you know, a lot of people were either, had been there for a little while, were coming, but the work ethic was really strong. Because when you're an immigrant, you've got nothing to bail you out. You got to make it work. And so you, you work hard, you spend your time working, right? And you know, and this is in Europe, I don't know how it in other parts of, of but in Europe we have, we talk about immigrants, you know, mm. they are still hungry here. Yeah. They are coming to changing his life. Right. They are coming to fighting for a better life for his kids. Taking big, big risks to get here. Very big risk. And, and spending know, a lot of money. We have seen on, on, on the highway where, where parents is going, coming immigrants. Yeah. With the kids in the hand. In yeah. case of, and we was discussing with our kids. Is it good they are running out and risking life? Mm. And I told my kids, you know, when I will have a situation like a war, I will make the same decision. Of course. I, I have to save your life, guys. Well, I feel the responsibility. And let's for be it. honest, I don't think anyone really wanted to leave Syria. I think they had ah. to or they would be killed. 
I mean, that was... This, yeah. this is the true. And we have in Europe here a lot of, of, of emigrants from Syria and all these war countries right, too. Right, right, right. But, you know, we have millions of people who are coming from East and Central Europe yep. to West Europe. To make extra money. To make extra money. Yeah. And helping us in West. Right. To make a job we don't like to do. We have the same thing in the US. <laughs> you know, they're not taking jobs hardworking Americans want. They're they're doing work that hardworking Americans won't do anymore. Yeah. I mean it's it's I live in Southern California. There aren't kids in Laguna Beach. It's very hard to find a kid who will mow your lawn or deliver <laughs> your newspapers or do all the things that I did growing up or even work in the kitchens. I mean, it's almost impossible because they don't want to do that. The same for us. I, I had my two sons. They've done a lot of things, but one of the things that they did was um, I had them work for a friend of ours who was a plumber. And the reason was is you got to punch a time card, you got to work a long day, and you learn plumbing, electrici electrician work, carpentry, pouring concrete, which are things I think kids need to know. Bravo. And it's uh, and and they ended up loving it. Really? This guy was he's a really. Uh, Really great guy, uh, um, but uh, he used to. One of the things he sent, he would send me these videos because I'd be traveling, and he sent me a video of my older son doing push-ups because he would send him down to the plumbing truck to get, like, for example, a crescent wrench or what a tool that he needed. Uh, and if my son brought the wrong tool, he'd make him do push-ups. And so he would, and then he would shoot a video of it and send it to me. He'd say, he'd say to me, we're going to make him look like Johnny Unitas by the time he's done this summer. Johnny Unitas was a famous football player from the 60s and 70s. And I was like, well, one, he doesn't know who Johnny Unitas is, but this is fun. Keep sending me videos. Yeah. Very funny. Very funny. But I think, but that's the, I think people are made to work as well. I think we need to have purpose and the purpose comes from doing something where we mix our ability with something else, right? And create something bigger than ourselves. And uh, Create something bigger than ourselves. Right. This it's like we're made to do that. Apps. Look, why people running to gyms now? Right. They like the mus muscles grow and the fat go out, isn't right. it? Looks right. better, stronger, you healthier. You sweat, yeah. <laughs> But you have to be sweat. You yep. have to go there. It's nothing to look on, the, on a YouTube channel and be happy. And somebody make in the gym, you have to do it, well, isn't it? Well, and, and they even have videos now where they make fun of guys who, you know, who get implants in their calves and implant, you know, they right. get implants because they're not willing to do the work, right? And it's, one, I don't know why you would want muscles that big, but two, I, I guess, you know, I, I was lucky. I, I was uh, a, a natural athlete. I did a yep. lot of sports. Yep. I, don't, yep. I don't know if I was that great, but I was good enough to get on, on teams and be, you know, kind of in the middle yep. and, and have fun. Yep. And... Um, And the thing is, when you've been, when you've played sports at a, you know, like a university level or, you know, at a higher level and it becomes like a job, you get used to the pain and you realize that pain is going to give you something that you need Bingo. and you start to connect those Bingo. things. And I think working hard is the same thing, right? Whether it's in sports, whether it's in a job, whether it's, it's that connection between, hey, this pain is going to give me the thing I really want. This pain is going to make me a better person. But look, David, but this, 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 this message is dying. Nobody likes to talk about. Right. Everybody talk about the success. Everybody show the people. Oh, look sitting, at my watch, look at my car, uh, look at my fancy house. Sitting in Dubai, yeah. sitting in Dubai, in Europe, everyone is sitting in Dubai, <laughs> making films and pictures. Everybody can go there. Guys, yeah. hear me, everybody can go there. Yeah. This is, it is only for 600 bucks. You are, you go there, stay there, uh, rent for a Airbnb, a flat, yeah. and coming back in 24 hours. And, and honestly, I have to be a little... Uh, I travel all over the world. Um, I've been to the Middle East a, t a lot. 
One of my least favorite places to visit in the Middle East is Dubai. <laughs> and the reason is because all it is is fancy hotels and fancy cars and what I would consider kind of bullshit. It's it's like Las Vegas in the <laughs> desert, you know, in another desert. In another desert. Yeah. <laughs> Where, like, you know, what I like, if I'm in other parts of the Middle East, like, I like to see the old souks, you know, the old city centers that they used to have where they're actually making things by hand, the craftsmen. Or I like to, you know, I, I love to see ruins and hear the archaeology and the stories of who built what city at what period and how it got, you know, crushed and then rebuilt. That's can, amazing. That's we interesting. We can learn a lot of. Yeah. Or hear the music or eat the food oh. of that people in that time. That's how you actually experience the culture. Okay. When you're sitting in an air-conditioned hotel in Dubai eating a steak that came from Amen. the U.S., yes. drinking wine that came from France, I mean, it's nice, but it doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't... I can do that at home. Why did I fly all this way to just sit in a, oh, yes. a high-polished hotel and do that there? Yeah, 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 absolutely. But, but so anyway, so so you're, let's get back to your story. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 and 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 to coming back on, on on this story, I was starting my my business though. Yeah. Uh, in the same time, I was going to school back. Right. In case of in Austria, we we call it concessionation, uh, what whatever it is. It is a level. So you can graduate effectively. Or is it different than that? It's graduating it's, in yeah. that profession. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you're getting... You're, yeah. yeah, it means to open a company in this way, you have to have this... This, this degree yeah. to get the license. It, yeah. it, it, it was it was a hard time in case of, you know, the day by day the job and the evening go there. But I have done it. And I open... I have done it. I've made it. Open second company. I open third company. And it was running nice. It and was, it's all electrician work. All electrician and uh, the, the first two companies was uh, electrician and the third one was uh, facility management it means i was doing for big uh, uh, for big companies all they need right they right. have a problem i have that solution you take care of it yeah i was troubleshooter yeah 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 i was a troubleshooter that for that means everyone. you get all the troubles too right <laughs> and uh, but you know when you are 22 3 4 oh yeah you're falling down in the evening and you are thinking you are dying. You're waking up four hours later and you know you are the hero. Yeah. Uh, you're running like crazy. Uh, you're important. You are? You're, you are important because I, everyone's calling you all I the time with their problems. I was the most important person in the world, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Nobody was more important than I. You're the savior. And, yeah. <laughs> and I understood when I not will be on this earth, this earth will stop running. You know? Yeah, of course. Yeah, crazy, crazy. But... Uh, I, in this time, I had a third time, uh, the, it, my third luck in my mm. life, and I understood it much more later. It was my biggest luck in my life. I meet a guy, businessman in Austria, Dr. Maximilian Ramhap, and uh, he was, for me, he was crazy. Old man, white hairs, uh, on the shoulder, he had, uh, what it's in English? Uh, Freckles? Yeah, you know, from hair falling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, dandruff. Dandruff. But he was very rich. I was in his home. He had a big house with with a swimming pool. And this time was not it was unbelievable stuff. Yeah. And he looking so 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 ordinary. You know, nothing special for him. And he looking to me and told me, "Oh, I see you have success, my friend." I told, him, "Oh, thank you very much for sure. I'm the yeah, best ever." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. yeah. And he asked me only one question: How many money you earn when you're not working? Oh wow. And you know, it's in, in Shachmat. Do you know this? It's in English. Shachmat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, checkmate. 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 You know, checkmate. It's like yeah, checkmate. Yeah. You know, I'm the hero. I told him, oh, I'm the, the, the big checker from Austria. And he asked me, sit down with me and ask me only one question. How many money are you when you're not working? Wow. And I'm looking to him and told, uh, mm, uh, <laughs> sorry, I, I don't understand your question. Yeah. And he told me, yes, I know. Yeah. 
And he was going from the, the table. Huh. Right. And I was sitting down like an idiot, you know? Yeah. At 20 minutes, I told him how I am famous, how I am smart, how I am rich. <laughs> yeah. I am the king of the rock and roll uh-huh. uh, in Austria. And he asked me one question. I'm over. Yeah. And this was for me a disaster never before in my life. You right. Know? Never before in case of he kicked me on the place where it was the biggest pain for guys, you know? Right, right. Rich and, dad, poor dad. This is oh, totally yeah. changed. You, you thought you were killing it. And then he, he basically told, told you, yeah, you climbing that ladder. Amazing. Tell me more about this ladder. One question. Are you on the right building? <laughs> and you realize you're climbing the wrong, the wrong building, right? Or the wrong. Uh, no. Yeah. Today I know it was absolutely the wrong way. Uh, yeah, yeah. It means I was thinking it the best way ever, but yeah. I was running the right, no, 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 sure. way. In case of that, what we have. And by the way, it was great that you were doing that, right? I mean, you, you kind of have to do that in order to understand why you want to do am, something else. Yeah. I am who I am in this case. Sure. I, uh, my, 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 my whole society surrounding me, it's in case of this time. In case sure. it was a really bloody time. It means I was not sleeping. I was not eating. I was right. not, I, I, I have done all to make this success. And you're great. I mean, you're as you've said, you're grateful for that. Yeah, it's important that every you did day. That. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. This is I have really from my also from this. You know, I never learned from my parents how to make money, how to open a company, but I have learned to be humble. Yeah, to be thankful. Yeah, thank God every day for this fantastic day you have, right. even when the bad day. Thank Him for this fantastic day you had. Well, that's the beauty of blessing the food absolutely, before you eat it, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Whether you believe in God or not, you're grateful for this food you have. Bingo, bingo. This is the most important stuff, uh, and uh, yeah, and it was starting an absolutely new way of thinking. Mm. I was starting an absolutely new way of thinking. In case of I understood, I earn a lot of money, mm. but I don't earn nothing. When nothing not yeah when i'm not working it's tied to your hours in case of i was thinking i have employees okay they make the job guys when you meet somebody who have 100 employees he's poor <laughs> he's so poor you even couldn't cannot imagine how poor he is 100 and, headaches too right <sighs> and when i when i had 250 employees in my past time it was 250 employees i had every day 250 problems right from the morning, from yeah. the morning. In case of, I am the troubleshooter. Everybody have a problem. I have to come to you. No, thank you very much. This is not the time I really like remember, but it was important to build me up the person I am today. Right. And uh, yeah, and that, that was starting my real history um, of doing success in, in a very bright way in case of, I was starting traveling to Hungary, traveling to Poland, traveling to Lithuania. I was in this time to rush. I was starting traveling. And I understand Austria is very small. Mm. I understood 8 million people or 7 million people in this time. It's nothing on this earth. First, you have to get off the farm and out of the little town. Then you have to get to Vienna. Then you have to see the world. This is the big picture, yes. It means... I was, this, the small village was too small for me. I was going to Vienna by two million people. Yeah. I feel bad first year, very bad in case of I lose, I was losing my comfort zone, you know, comfort zone. Is co- yeah, yeah, my, comfort I was, zone. I was losing my comfort zone, you right. know. The farm not here, the animals not here, parents is not here, comfort zone. After Vienna, I was losing second time my comfort zone. I was starting traveling, living in different countries. I was living in Hungary. I was living in Greece. I was living in Poland, in Czech Republic. I was living in all parts of Europe. And I was crashing my comfort zone. Right. Today, I know it was crashing my comfort zone. In this time, was not 
I even didn't know what is a word comfort zone, you know? Right, right, right. I never had it before. You just knew you felt uncomfortable. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and when I when I when I when I read the uh, when I wrote first time the book of uh, Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah, Rich Dad Poor Dad. I have yeah. made a lot of things from this book. Yeah. And I didn't know. Right. I didn't know. You're like, wait I, a minute, I did that. I found my first mentor, Rich 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 Dad. Right. I didn't know he called Rich Dad, you know? Right, 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 right. For he for, for me it was Ariel. Well, isn't it, I think what you were saying before too, you may hear wisdom, but if you haven't had an experience where it can connect, where you can say, oh, oh yeah, I had that same thing, it doesn't mean very much to you, right? You kind of have to fall down and hurt yourself to realize, oh yeah, band-aids matter or, you know, these, these kinds of things. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, yeah, and uh, coming back and I was changing my life and, uh, you know, and in life we never know why. And I was starting doing businesses in Hungary. Yeah, starting working together with Access, you know, my first action, action by Access doing in Hungary. I was traveling to Hungary and one year, guys, I was traveling to Hungary every week to build up my business, to, 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 to find some possibility, build up clients, whatever. However, somebody motivated me to go there and one year it was zero. So you put all this work in to try and develop new business and all I have all nothing. invested, all invested in both nothing. And I was so... Why was that? You know... Um, on on the one side, I was not ready to change myself. So you needed to make yourself more attractive. I was absolutely. I was still, the, you know, I'm the boss. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm the boss. Hey, I, tell you how. I am right. Yeah. Uh, what? 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 How you can talk in this way to me? You know. Sure. You don't know who I am, but it was a time where the the, 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 the people was changed. It means, mm. uh, and one year investing, not hearing nothing, and. In this time, I was losing my mentoring, my mentors. I was n hearing nobody. Mm. In case of, I was smart. Let's say yeah. I was smart. You were listening to yourself because you're the smartest yeah. guy in the room. And I remember I had an accident by car and uh, it was a very terrible situation. I, I was traveling at night. It was two, three o'clock in the morning and I, I'm, I was had a second sleep, you know, mm. one, one mm -hmm. second, close right, the eyes right, right. and open the eyes and I was crashing some... Um, Tougher and some plaid, and it was boom, boom, plaid and some. Oh, 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 into a, like bushes and trees and some, stuff. Yeah. Yes, and go boom, and it and the car falling down, you know. And oh I, no! And I'm feeling like the the car falling down, and in one second the car is stopping, and I see on the left side a lot of small trees who holding my car, you know. Oh my goodness! And I was sitting in the car, and I I was not able to to pushing my. Eyes up. Eyes up. In case of, I was afraid, I falling down. I was looking down. There was, I don't know how, for me it was looking like two kilometers down. But today I know it was not too, but too far for surviving. Yeah. And I was sitting in the car and I was starting, starting praying, you know. So your car was like stuck in trees? Yeah. It was yeah. off the ground? It was. Like hanging? Hanging. I, 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 was, I was hanging. I oh was my hanging. goodness. And maybe you know it's somebody... In two minutes, my whole life was running in front of my eyes. Wow. Well, you thought it was over. In two minutes, two minutes, yeah, yeah, my yeah. whole life. Childhood time, all the, all the mistakes I've made by my parents, all the crashes with my parents, with my teachers. Wow. And I remember, and in this moment, some lady was, 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 was uh, up, it was about 25 meters, and shooting to me. Do you do you leave, my friend? Oh my goodness! She have seen the accident, you know. Right. You're leaving, and I was open my electrician window and told, "Yes, I'm leaving." And she told, "Don't push your hand up. Stay. I will find somebody to help us." And it was coming the police and the uh, fire, fireman, fireman, yeah. and there was it was, 
and I have made on this place a decision. Mm. Change my life. Wow. Change my life. I understood I can die in a second. Sure. I understood my life can be over in a second. And this fear, it was a so deeply fear I never feel anymore in my life. It was a fear. I have made a decision and I was cleaned out my life totally. So yes, what did you change? Uh, the first of all, I was changing working by a plan. Plan. I have a plan to work. Yeah. Before I was working like a crazy dog, you know. So you're just working day to day, 20, minute 20 to minute, hour hours, to hour. 24 yeah. hours, 24 hours, uh, seven day. So you, so you created a plan for your life. Yes. And I made a decision to heal somebody who know how. To find a mentor. Absolutely. Today and we call it to find a mentor. How do you define a mentor? Like, what's a mentor for you? Because there's a lot of people who claim to be life coaches and mentors who, in my opinion, haven't done a whole lot. And then I don't really know what they're helping you figure out. Yeah. Uh, David, in this time, it was much more easy to find a mentor than today. Like a real one. Yeah. A real one. In case of when you see... Mentor for me is a person yeah. who have personally realized yeah. and done yeah. what he liked to teach me. Right. I never hear a person... It's a coach who can play the game. Absolutely. When somebody never played football... Yeah. Even when he was playing in the in the second league, but he was playing football before. Yeah. Uh, he never will teach you football. Right. Well, I would say, yes. And first is learning, can they play the game? The second is, have they been able to coach other teams successfully, right? Or other people successfully? And... In this time, it was much more easier right. in case of there was not a lot of them. Right. And the second is, you can meet them. You can see his life. You, you can, can talk to them. You, you can, can talk to them. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It's real. Today, it's online. It's all virtual baloney. Yeah. You know, he show you a picture uh, yeah. in, on, on his back. It's fake. Maybe right. yes or no. Right. Maybe Photoshop, yes or no. who knows. Yeah. And the only one that needed the money you gave him, you know. And in this time, I, I have... I have the big luck. I found my first mentor. Yeah. He had a successful family, kids. Right. Uh, he was cared about money. I understood this one, one more time. It's so important. And, uh, and finally, he, he provided me back on an absolutely different way of thinking. Like bad, rich dad, poor dad. Yeah. Ideal for me. Gave you a, a map that you absolutely, could follow. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that's what that book does so well, is it helps people see where they are, yeah. name it, and then see a yeah. path to get where they want to yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. And this was my first navigation system. Right. I gave my life to somebody that, hey, show me the way. Yeah. I give you my destination. Yeah. And you show me the way. Right. That's a great metaphor, being a navigator, helping somebody navigate. I, I mean, love this. I, I love this word very much, navigator. Yeah. In case of when I'm running in Vienna and ask somebody, where is here the trail station? And somebody tell me, hey, you're going to left and right and right and left and up and down. Yeah. You're staying in front and thinking, wow, wise person. But you're running up, up left, right, and you understood he didn't know where the train station is. <laughs> but when somebody tell me, where you like to go to the train station? Come on, I show you where it is. Then you, you feel know safe. Know. Then you know that. Well, you also know they know because they're not going to take you on a wild beast chase. Absolutely. Yep. And I found it. And, but today, looking back, why I must run one year in Hungary with zero success? Yeah. Investing thousands of dollars, euros, thousands. Yeah. Close hundred thousand. Wow. Why? Why? I met my wife. Oh, really? Really? You met Br Brigitte in... Yes. One of the last moments where I decided for myself, over. I don't like yeah. Hungary. Hungarians don't like me. Yeah. I'm stopping to coming to this could stupid country. Could you speak Hungarian, by no. the way? No. 
Yeah, I mean, no, that's a, it's a very difficult language to learn, right? Nah, yeah. it's, it's, it's a language not for people. <laughs> it's, it's we don't know where it comes from, right? No. Space. It's great. No, I'm joking. Great. I'm joking. To anyone in Hungary, I'm joking. Good, good my wife don't hear it now. Yeah, yeah, no. no, but I actually, so I was in China in, uh, so the Qin Dynasty started about yeah. 2,000 years ago, and there was a lot of things happening in China, and people had, some people left China, And there's a theory that the Chinese have that some of the Qin ended up in Hungary, and that, that ultimately be, is could be true, could be not true. I think it's interesting when people have theories, and yeah. the Chinese have pretty good memories. They have long histories, but right. uh, I'm not saying it's right. I think the Hungarian language is incredibly unusual, kind of like the Finnish language for me. Crazy. They're, they're different languages, but they're very unusual. Yeah, like yeah. Some people say they're linked. I'm yeah. not sure, but they're, they're very not, unusual they're language. Not they're not. Okay, they're 100% not. You, know, you speak both, right? I do. Yeah. How many languages do you I speak? Mean, I don't speak Finnish, but I speak Hungarian. You, you speak Hungarian. And I, I speak English, both. German, yeah. Austrian. Yeah. 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 Polish. I, I, Polish. I, I, Spain. I, I, Spanish. Oh, yeah. You're Mexican friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you speak Spanish or do you speak Mexican? Yeah, Spanish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what we learned. <laughs> My older son went to, you know, we grew up in Southern California, so we right. learned um, more of a Mexican Spanish. Right. Because that's where we live, right. and which is great. And then he went. He moved to Spain to teach English, that's and his, all the kids he was teaching in, in elementary school were laughing. They're like, "You don't speak Spanish. You speak Mexican." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I, while I lived Gracias. in America, yeah, yeah. <laughs> while I lived in America, my my whole sister was from Spain. She was uh, exchanger just like me, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, there's like Mexican like uh, friends of ours in in our high school." And I'm like, "You can speak like you, you know, you can speak like." Yeah. Yeah. Spanish. She's like, no, that's Mexican. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know There's that a was like different. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like <laughs> English versus American versus Australian, yes. right? Yes. We don't even know what they're saying in Australia. Oh yeah, no. no I'm <laughs> my daughter, my daughter was go was uh, was traveling to US for one year. Yeah. When she was going to US, she talks English. Exactly. And she was coming back. <laughs> Speaking American. American. <laughs> well, I always say if, if, if I have to come back speaking another English dialect, I want to learn, I want to come back speaking South African English because I think that is the most beautiful. Eng okay. I, have, I have friends, we have a lot of different friends who are South African and one of my favorite things to have them do is, is swear at me because when <laughs> they swear at me, it sounds so beautiful. I'm like, that's not even swearing. That's like, you're saying the words, but it sounds like you're saying like chocolate or something. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it's hilarious. Great. I, won't say, I won't say what I asked them to say in this <laughs> Podcast, but it's pretty. After I make them the say podcast. very brutal things to me, Great. and they're like, like, oh, David, da, da, da. And, and I'm like, see, it doesn't sound like you're saying that. It's just the words, but yeah, it's hilarious. So, anyways, so you met Brigitta, yes. and you didn't even speak Hungarian. Yes, but the the lucky stuff is for me, or was for me. She talks German. Mm. She grew up. She grew up in two languages, and uh, she talks German. But uh, however, it means. I have to go one year to Hungary just to see Brigitte. suffering, pain, Worth every not sleeping, yeah. close dying. Yeah. Uh, to understand, I have to find my wife there, you know? So I'm assuming it was worth it. Es war so, es hat sich Oh, guy. I can't even not imagine how. Today, when I'm thinking, really, today, when I'm thinking about yeah. what will be happen when I'm not going there, or oh my goodness. when I am, uh, when I'm deciding two months before, To, to delay the job there right, or right, to, right. to build the business there. It's, it, it was no money, it was no success, no recognition, nothing. I can tell it was, it was something happened good for me, but I made my wife. And, and I mean, listening to you talk about this, it sounds like probably two big things. One, you met your wife 
but also it made you stop and take inventory of where Bingo. you were and rethink Bingo. everything, right? Bingo. And David, today I, I know 100%. When will be not happen this accident? When will be not happen this one meeting when I, where I was meeting Brigitte and my, my wife? My life will be absolutely differently. Mm. Absolutely different. Not, not a little bit different. It will be a, a different life mm. and I will be a different person. Yeah. And this is so important to understand. A small decision yeah. can change our whole life. Right. A small decision can bring our life on an absolutely differently way. Right. And people every time thinking, uh, waiting for something very big. Small, uh, yeah. Small steps, small steps changing our life. Rich DeVos talked about that a lot. People ask him how he makes decisions. They think because you have a big company, you know, this is when he was still yeah. alive. Yeah. He, he goes, there are very few big decisions. It's mostly a lot of small decisions. Yeah. And if you have a clear Absolutely. set of values, and it, it gives you the direction, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. And this is what the most people making mistakes, you know. And there is one, one, one film uh, or book even, Secret. Secret? Yeah. Oh, The Secret, the Secret. yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Worldwide, I don't know how Huge many. Huge bestseller, people. yeah. But there is one, one stuff I am missing hmm. that is never written down. We have to do something. Ah. And the young people who have no experience in life, they are sitting home and waiting by the the way of thinking. Right. Anziehung. In English it calls, uh, you are something, how it calls in English. Like you're a spectator, you're observing, you're watching, but you're not doing. Yes. Uh, People sitting down and waiting like... uh, So that the thing that they want, they like get in... They bring it into their life. They're waiting it for it to fall into their right, lap. Right, they would say their, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And this is a very big mistake. Yeah. yeah. We, that is, that is, when you do, you will find. If you want an apple to fall into your lap, you better start walking and find an apple tree to sit under. Bingo. Right. right. Bingo. It's Absolutely. not going to fall into your house in, in your living room. Yeah. This book or this film is miracle. I love him. Yeah, yeah. But that what I teach my kids on the first day. This is some miracle stuff. Yeah. Read it. Use it, but never forget to do it. Right. Go out, go out, and one more time, go out. And we were talking about this, actually, when we were together on Sunday. So, um, Vivian, you and Victor and Victoria, you're all kind of active together in your family business. And even uh, Victoria, who's the youngest, (laughs) like... We work together with excess and other things, yeah, and yeah. she'll she'll go find people that oh, want that, yeah. bring them back to the family yeah. business, and then when if they purchase something, yeah. she's she like them. she's like, hey, just to be clear, that was my customer, right? So where's my yeah, money? Yeah, right? she, yeah, she's yeah. nine. She gets it. She, she observes it from our parents. But you guys make it fun. Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. work work Definitely. anything worth doing is going to be hard work. I like to oh, say. Yeah. But if you make it funny, your dad Absolutely. is like the king of fun. Yeah, this, uh, so much positive energy Thank coming you. out of this guy. I'm almost I'm almost scared to give him an excess because it's just I don't know what's going to happen. It spins like a top. But the but the thing is, when you make it fun, when you're lucky enough to have a dad, and I'm sure you know how lucky you are, but when you're oh. lucky enough to have parents who make it fun to work hard together, yeah. and you can do it as a family. Yeah. You may not always appreciate it, (laughs) but I'll just tell you, it's, I was saying this to, um, you know, the news holds, I was was with uh, Nina and and, uh, Alex, who are about to have their first child. We respect them, yeah. And I know their parents, and, and, you know, I was just saying to them, same thing about to say to you, I think, you know, when you have a a family that functions well, sometimes you take it for granted. Um, 
But if you've ever, when you have other spouses or other boyfriends or girlfriends or other people you're close to who have highly dysfunctional families, oh. it's unbelievable how difficult yeah. life can be. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. really, really crazy. Absolutely. So I think you're, you know, congratulations on making it so much fun. But I think you teaching your kids that and seeing your kids just doing it and enjoying doing it and Bingo. putting their passion Bingo. into Bingo. it. Bingo. That is, it really doesn't matter how much money you make at that point. Yeah. Yeah. When, when your family, when, especially when you have kids and you see your kids applying themselves and having fun and getting results and failing, but having results too. Okay. And, and yeah. it's every, I think that is almost, uh, there's probably more in life, but that's 99% of it. Absolutely. Yes, this is, this is absolutely. I'm trying to give you a compliment. That's, that's, I think you guys absolutely. are doing a really no. great job with that. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And this, but, but yes, this is, this is the basic stuff in case of we live in the best time ever. Well, so going back to that, you had said, you know, your dad said you couldn't start a business. Your, this mentor you met said you could do this. Yes. One of your early mentors said, if you work hard for me, you can work hard Absolutely. for yourself. Um, how hard is it? Because Europe is different than the U.S. and Austria is different than other parts of Europe. How hard was it to actually start a business? What's the process here? In this time, in this time it was very hard. Yeah. To, to open a business was very, very There's hard. There's licenses and licenses, processes. Absolutely. Tax situation, very dangerous, very yeah. complicated. You have to pay a lot of money to start a company. And if you lose it, what happens? In this time? Yeah. It's over forever. It means... You'll this, never get another chance. you never... In, you know... You when, may not even get a good job in again, In this right? time, in this... No, no, no way. When you, in this time, bankrupting, yeah. fail... You are, you are failing, bankrupting forever. You're out. Nobody talk to you anymore. And Europe still have this energy. U.S. are different, you know. Yeah. In U.S., you are fail, you stand up back, everybody love you for. Right. In Europe, you fall down, you are fail, everybody hate you for. Uh, the one thing I would say about the U.S. is we do want people to apologize. Like, but the funny thing is, the quicker, like if people hide it or try and lie about it, it's really, nobody's going to, you don't get reaccepted. Yeah. If you acknowledge it, the kind of truth and reconciliation, if you acknowledge it and apologize, instantly everyone's like, yeah, okay, you're cool. You're, you're back in. Which I think is our bankruptcy laws. One, it's very easy to start a business in the U.S. Most, I mean, yeah. it's still hard work, but it's you, I started businesses on my own social security number, and you just do it as a DBA. That's how simple it is. It's like wow. incredibly... We, my we dad taught about, me that, right? We, it's, we dream about it. It's so Europe. simple. But the second thing is if you have a failure... I mean, yeah, maybe you can't get a credit card for a while. Maybe you can't, but not that long. But even, you know, maybe you, you have to pay cash for everything yeah, for a while, yeah, which yeah. is probably good for you if you went had, went through bankruptcy. Nice and smart, yes, absolutely. Yeah. But, but the funny thing is you can get right back out of that quickly. Like within a year or two, you're back on your feet and running again. But, but, but also, you know, today it's differently. Yeah. Today it's easy to open a company. Yes, yes, yes. It's free of charge. It's, it's changing. It's, right? it's yeah, changing yeah. a lot. You make it online. My kids, everyone have a company open. Vivian right. was open her own company when she was 18. Yeah. The first I, I teach her. Get or, your bank accounts, or, get your, yeah. yeah absolutely. To, to, to understand how the real life is working. Taxes. <laughs> I love it. I love, I love watching, like, you know, my kids or friends that have always had jobs have a company and have to write a check to the, to the government. <laughs> I mean, we, we pay a lot of money in taxes my wife and I, and I keep saying, like, why don't we get, like, 
a gold card or concierge service from the government. I mean, if we're giving them more money than the airlines. Absolutely. Why don't Absolutely. Why don't they have somebody that Absolutely. just is like, hey, you know what? You're a big investor in this country. Right. We'd like to give. It's true. You, you gotta, you know, you gotta. But we're gonna help you with some of these issues. I mean, it's just crazy to me that if somebody's put, pumping all this money into the U.S., they don't get treated. But I think the problem we have right now, and this gets back to the other thing you were saying, is, you know, we've had presidents in the past who. Um, I'm not going to get into politics on and which presidents I like, which ones I don't. But we've had presidents in the past who, you know, basically made it sound like all good things. Like, sorry, we just had a technical failure there. We're going to come right back. 